I was a cheater, Tyler. Like a bad one. Do you recall? I do. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We've talked about this many times. Sure. And and for everybody out there who doesn't know, welcome to the show, by the way. Um, I, in a different incantation of my life, was a very serious cheater, much like I described in the first sentence of this podcast. Absolutely. It's like the way that he plays the games on this show is the way that he treated relationships back in the day. Passive aggressive Anthony, a producer on the show, literally called me the Ted Bundy of relationships. And I, I mean, not it doesn't really You'd bang their head. It doesn't have a real ring to it, sure. But I wore that as uh, with pride. You're I, a Republican. I, like, I actually, what does that mean? Are, are you going to keep ex exacerbating this point, or can we move forward here, Tyler? You got any more info? Now, for everybody out there who's listening, I am not saying this with any sort of braggadociousness. I am not saying this proudly. I am saying this. Honestly, and the situation is a lot of people who know me and even girlfriends from my past have now reached out to me and they want to use me like Hannibal Lecter was used to catch Buffalo Bill. They want to understand the thought process of a cheater. Oh, uh, okay. All right. And well, I figured we could, we, I could offer my services pro boner as it were. Yeah, you're really making people feel comfortable to come to you. For it's a comedy show, Tyler. We gotta we gotta keep it spicy. We gotta keep it spicy. We can't just sit here and pro boner. Out. That's the comedy you're you're talking about. Pro boner. The word boner is always funny, no matter how liberally you sprinkle it in. Okay. Always politics with you. Now I looked, I scoured the internet for cheating advice, and it is rife with that kind of thing. There's a lot of articles that are written for people to try to figure out how somebody is cheating on them. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think hire a private investigator is a very popular one. Well, I think that infidelity is such a problem in our society right now that people are worried about it, as well they should be, especially if you live down here in Miami. And this is basically what I got from all the articles, like these little suggestions. Uh, if they never use your name, if they like to establish chaos very early in the relationship, which I definitely did, if they're always keeping their phone down, I think that you could be totally innocent and put your phone down. Or So I don't think that's great advice. I think like with uh, body language, you're not looking for one specific thing. It's a cluster of things. When they have their arms crossed and they're turned away, you can't just look at one single thing like, oh, he puts his phone facing right. down each time. He's obviously cheating. Sure. But sure, I understand what you're saying. There are some red flags that can come up and make you take notice. You're exactly right. But what I wanted to get down to, because I think that this might be something that people haven't really considered, is... The more psychological part of this, it sounds crazy, but almost like this idea of understanding the cheater. I will tell you, when I was a cheater, I didn't know why I was doing it. Mm -hmm. I honestly thought that I was just the man. I thought that I was God's gift to women, and I was kind of giving everybody what they wanted. Maybe you were. I wasn't. <laughs> now, here is the deal in what I'm seeing now with other people, um, almost like an alcoholic. You are an addict, what happens is you get addicted to the highs and the lows of the toxic relationships. When I came out of that, the the serenity of not going through that was very hard for me for a while. Actually, I have a friend of mine who smokes weed, Tyler. Now, I don't personally, but I do see this other person doing it. And they seem to be addicted to the anxiety that the weed brings them. This is a friend of yours. It's a friend of mine. Okay. It's, a, it's a good buddy of mine that I get to keep an eye on so I understand what's going on. That's a really good thing that you're doing. But don't you think that it would be hard for a lot of people to understand you being addicted to anxiety? Can you speak on that at all? 
I think the fear of the unknown, something that we go through every day when it comes to uh, meeting new people or uh, doing a new experience, uh, I think that the hell that we know, the anxiety that we feel on a daily basis is more comfortable to us unconsciously than maybe making those necessary changes that means going through uncomfortable uh, experiences and uncomfortable feelings and getting used to those uncomfortable feelings. You're exactly right. And it's almost like if I let go of this thing that I hate, then who am I going to be? Yeah. I, this this sadness that I have is what defines me. You well, know what I and mean? And that's what it is. People define themselves. Ah, I used to define myself through my anger and my anxiety and, and my depression. You were a lot more fun back then. Yeah. Yeah. There You're was boring. Was, you really never knew which way I was going to go. I did. You know? I actually did. Uh, <laughs> Always down. <laughs> now, what I realize is back in those times when I would become triggered the most is when things got good. When things all of a sudden normalized is when I would start my crazy behavior. When all of a sudden we got a little bit too close, I was a little bit too vulnerable. That's when I was most likely to cheat. Well, that's immediately when your walls go up. You throw those, those lies up in your head and you're telling yourself, or maybe you don't say it out loud, but you Again, unconsciously think this person is obviously going to leave me, going to cheat on me, sure. isn't going to love me. So let me go do it first. I will strike before I'm struck. That is exactly right. I had the belief that in every relationship, there was a hammer and a nail and I was never going to be the nail again. Yeah. And you, you just said it exactly. What I have realized recently is that my cheating was about me trying to deflect attention off of what I was actually scared of, which is this thing is going to go bad sometime soon and I need to be ready for it. You know what I mean? Now, we're about to go into the show and what always happens at this point is I go, when it comes to, and then I say something funny. Now, I, what do you think I should do there? Should I do when it comes to cheating and skeeting? Should I do... Uh, I don't want that Come one. and go when it comes to the old rip and dip. Like, what, how, how do you want to do this? Do you have all these written down? No. You're looking at your computer. <laughs> <laughs> you you came prepared for this. Control-alt-delete, control-alt-delete. <laughs> Which one do you prefer? Uh, what was the first one again? Cheating and skeeting. That one's just awful. Let's do that one. When it comes to cheating and skeeting, my name is Ryan. <laughs> and my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that pickled the beast. To my left, a man who makes every pair of jeans skinny, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, H-Y-B-B. What is it with the fat jokes recently? <laughs> it was two fat jokes earlier, now one for a national, international audience. Those aren't recorded, so you can't count them. I think I look fantastic. You do look fantastic, but this is our thing. You know, gay, heavy, uh, you know, straight, strikingly beautiful. We we all fulfill our own roles. What do on I this. call you? Not definitely not those things. Hey, old, hey hairy nipples. Hey, hey, come on over. I don't prefer that one. I was going to say chiseled face. What do you think about that? How about chiseled nips? Okay, let's continue on today's show. Is it cold in here? We learn that the only thing constant is change. And later on today's show, I forgot to do a douche of the week. I mean, we don't even need to do it. You're the douche of the week. 
Tyler, let me fill you in before we start the show. What I want to do is I want to give you a moment to think about this. So I'm going to address the idea to you, and then we're going to talk about something else, and we're going to come back to it. If your name, Tyler Menendez, was a verb, what would it mean? Because my name has turned into a verb, the old Ryan Menendez special, and I'm going to tell you what that is, but I want you to think about it. And while you're thinking about it, I'm going to fill some time. All you guys out there that are listening, we appreciate you so much. We love you so much. Tyler and I, as we've talked about on the show, it, we're, we're in flux right now. We're in between places. But what I want to tell you is that we're the stars are aligning, and, and I have this push to change things around. We're going to be trying new things. We are going to be getting some new voices on the show. We're going to be getting new segments on the show. We're going to be doing new things with social media. I'm feeling really great about where it is that we're going. Even today's show is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to get naked. That isn't going to be different. He's been naked this whole time wearing nothing but tube socks and the headphones since you guys have been, uh, you know, listening. And you should probably go use Q-tips. I am, they're bad for you. I am going to go ahead and say that I will get naked for social media. We'll see if Instagram can catch on. Take that, algorithms. You know what? Can we get one of those internal cameras, like a colonoscopy? Maybe we could do a TikTok like that. I mean, what kind of size do you need? <laughs> Tyler, where did you get that suitcase from? That's incredible. I pull it out of it. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, go please. On. Please, no, please. No, no, Good no. God, bro. Like a clown pulls out handkerchiefs he, out of his sleeve. As far as a lover, he's like a tapeworm. Now, I went to a strip club last night, Tyler. Okay. You went to a strip You went to a strip club? I went to a strip club last night. Man, am I glad I didn't go out with you guys. I That's ooh. It, which it, which one did you go to? Um, Diamond Dolls, which is just as classy as it sounds, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. I've never been to that one. It's on like 441. It's of just, course it is. It is like if Black Death had titties. Now, here's what people need to understand about me, okay? I am not a strip club guy. As a matter of fact, I wear it as like a badge of honor for some reason. I look back on me having had a couple of drinks last night, and I indulge in the fact of telling you that I don't like strip clubs. While you're at a strip club. I begged them not to make me go. I told them that I was going to go home. They said, just come with us for 20 minutes and then you can go home. I left in 20 minutes and they were all pissed off as fuck. Wow. I don't. Here's my problem. The moment that I go in there, I, I believe myself to be an empath, Tyler. I know what kind of a douchebag that makes me. Yeah. But I genuinely believe the moment that I go in there, I feel everything that's going on in there. I think I'm an empath too. I just don't announce it like a douchebag. Well, you just did. <laughs> Douche of the week. Honestly, everything just keeps coming up, Tyler. With all that being said, I am about to tell you how to pull the Ryan Menendez special. Okay. Before we went to the strip club, we had gone to another bar. There's a woman there who's working the bar that I've never met before. I'm familiar with the people at this place. I say to her, Hey, I've never seen you back there. I'm Ryan. You know, just want to introduce myself. She then tells me, I've met you many times. Ooh. I used to work at another bar. You used to come in all the time. We've met over 10 times. Ooh. That. What a punch to the gut. Is the old Ryan Menendez mm. special right there, bro. I do that mm. crap all the time. That's a good one. It's really, really terrible. And I'm going to tell you something else. This doesn't seem like the type of person who's been forgotten many times in her life. Kind of worked out. I was going to say, I bet you she loved it. Kind of Without out. realizing it. Kind of worked out. Yeah. So I want to know what is a Tyler Menendez? 
Oh, boy. I mean, the list is long. And the thing is, is I wasn't expecting yours to be so good. No offense. Uh, yours, <laughs> yours, <laughs> you, you nailed. You did have a look of shock on your face when <laughs> I said it. It was so good. I was thinking something along the lines of like, man, Tyler Menendez is, he really pulled the Tyler Menendez is, you know, he gets a little drunk and starts to experiment with dudes, you know, something like that. All right, that's fine. You know, like, oh, look at him. He's over there pulling a Tyler Menendez. That's fine. Yeah. See, is that a portable glory hole? Where the <laughs> hell did you get that? <laughs> Pori hole <laughs> sorry uh and, and that is the deal uh where i'll meet you and what happens is my mind is now trying to think of like the next hilarious thing that i'm going to say yeah and i totally disregard our whole conversation our whole connection as human beings has gone the way of the buffalo so that i can entertain you that is the ryan menendez yours is so much better than mine let's do the depression index while i hang myself with this cord No one cares, you don't know what to do. This, the this world music is too, ha it's too happy to hang yourself to, Tyler. I was just thinking the exact same thing. I'm like swinging my feet back and forth as I do it. Far too gleeful. What the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how's your week been going, buddy? Pretty good, man. You know, I've uh, these last three weeks have been really great for me. You really have been in a... In a, in a elevated state it really has been quite a deal to to watch i have i like i said yeah. a few weeks ago i turned a corner and i just i felt myself it almost like i uh leveled up that one's for you nerds out there it's annoying as shit and I, I and i and i know that you know i'm still getting the dips the dips have not gone away dip, dip, it's, dip. It's, <laughs> it's just that when i do get the dips i'm able to compartmentalize they're so um, they're so much lighter now that even when I'm feeling sad, I could still feel happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you feeling sad isn't who you are. It's just something that you're experiencing. Yeah, and instead of being like, oh, I'm, I'm connecting with that emotion and saying, I'm sad right now, now I find myself going, oh, hey, there's some sadness. Sure. That's this, it. This is what sadness feels like. You become like a scientist of your own experience. You just observe it. That is exactly right. Okay. And now do you have anything to gay it up or um, you don't need to. I just want to make sure that oh, I don't yeah, send you, you know the wheel before you have anything to say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My theme for the week is assumptions. Assumptions. Assumptions will get us. I don't even have anything written down. That's I where you make an ass out of you and pumption. I'm sorry. Please continue. It didn't work when you use the Stop word. Stop leaning back in your chair as if you had just <laughs> achieved something. It doesn't work when you put the assumption <laughs> together. It's You need it to just to be assumed, I, I've realized. Is anybody hiring? <laughs> Does anybody hear me? <laughs> Monster.com. If, if you can hear the sound of my voice, why are you still listening to this garbage? <laughs> we're, we're actually judging you. <laughs> All right, tell me about assumptions. Assumptions, you know, and it's going to tie into one of my stories for uh, this week's GBI coming up later this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I don't want to go into too much detail, but I will say assumptions, assumptions about other people, assumptions about ourselves, assumptions in general. How many times in our lives have we, let's take this specific example, gotten angry at somebody for something, held on to that anger for however long, and then at the end, figure out you didn't have a piece of information which totally exonerates them. Almost every single time. That's man. it. That's you're, it. You're and your assumptions is like what I describe as illusions. You're, you're living in this these thoughts that you've had and you don't know if they're right or not. You have told yourself a story yeah. and now have believed them as fact yeah. and they could be 
normally, yeah. almost always are totally incorrect. And how many times has that happened to you where somebody's upset with you and you're just thinking, but you don't truly understand my side of it? Oh, until recently, I've never had that thought. I would just say, yep, that's on me. I'm a piece of shit. Well, but I'm saying where you have information that this other person doesn't have and you're thinking if you would just hear me out, I could explain this whole thing to you, but they've already, they're living in their illusion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that we've been on the receiving and the giving end of that situation, all of us. Yeah. We've all gotten angry and been had people angry at us unfairly. And the thing that's crazy about it is every time that it happens, you're like, no, but this time is different. Yep. This time is different. I'm really pissed. My anger is right this yeah, time. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am feeling good about this one. So uh, I, this week, am at a tres, one, two, Tyler, good Yay. guy. Well, I'll tell you, I give you a hard time on this show, but this has been really nice to see in terms of just the, the longevity of you not being the happiest person in the world, but just staying on track. And, and it's really, really nice to see, especially with all of the variables that are in our life right now, which could very easily throw you off. For sure. There is, is uh, a, there's peak change happening in our lives right now. Like we are, we are the acme of change uh, comparatively to the rest of our life. Yep. Oh, almost. Yep. And, uh, and, and yeah, I'm, I can honestly say with, with no doubt in my mind, I'm doing really, really well. So I'm, we are being forged in fire right now, buddy. And this is the last time, or excuse me, this is the first time in a long time that I can remember you and I being up at the same time. Cause these last two weeks have been super hard for me. And that is going to bring me to gay it up. I hate it. I hate it. I want you to be down. My depression index is brought to you by Tommy. He knows what he fucking did. Whoa, first for depression index, yeah. you're calling somebody yeah. out. No, this depression index is for Tommy. Okay. You rat bastard. <laughs> now, now, speaking of Tommy very quickly, and this isn't the right spot for that, Tommy has declared that get down on it is a workout banger. Get down on it. Doodle -doodle -doodle. That, that, that's pretty good. We're going to need to check it out. Everybody go out. Next week, we're going to figure out, is Get Down On It a workout banger? Now, I'm going to kind of keep going with the theme that I've already had on this show. All of you cheaters out there, all of you addicts, all of you abusers, right now is the time to break the chain. It's not, that's not who you are. It's your thought patterns. It is you living in your past self instead of your future self. These things can change. So many of my friends, the people that I know and that I love and that I care about as we get older are repeating the same processes and patterns that they were doing 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. You don't have to relegate yourself to that. You truly don't. It's hard, but you can get out of it. I'm sorry that I've gotten so gay here, Tyler. You got anything that you wanna? I was just gonna say that I think in so many of those situations, the people who are, as you say, making those same mistakes over and over again, 15 years down the road, I don't think, not necessarily that they don't see them as mistakes, but I would assume, just as the way that I did, believe that, that that's just life. This is the the, right. the the continuation of life, and then I it will fail with this girl. Yeah, I cheated, but the next relationship, I'm gonna get it. I'm yeah. gonna get it. And then you do it, and you trick yourself again, and it's just this, this cycle from hell that we're always talking about. But don't you think, and you tell me this, and we'll, we gotta move on here, but don't you think that somewhere in there, there's a little voice for all of us. For I know for me, it's a loud voice that this can be better. This can be better. This, it, even if, if what you're describing is completely taken over your life, there is a small shred of something way down there. 
saying, hey, it doesn't have to be this way. I think some people can't feel that anymore. I think yeah. they have repressed themselves so hard. I mean, it's a miracle that I've, yeah. that, that I broke out of it. I repressed so hard that you don't even, you're like, no, this is just the way people feel. You don't even think, oh, I feel bad. I just, this isn't, this is life. Well, when I was in the middle of all the cheating and all that stuff, I thought people who were content and happy were just fooling themselves. Yeah, yeah. And that's really, really tough. We love you guys, man. Honestly, we love you pieces of shit. We are here for you, but you know, don't reach out to us. We got our own shit going on. This week, I am at a two, Tyler. What? You always gotta have <laughs> Oh. Speaking of change, speaking of fresh starts, speaking of trying things over, I did something last week, and, and it was so half-hearted. These last two weeks for me, on the show, we got in here, we got it done, and that's what this is all about, not just recording when you feel great, but I was not fully there, and I want to try something over. Is that okay with you? Sure. Let's do it. Fuck. Now, Tyler and I are trying to make a full-time job out of this, and the way that we're going to be doing that is by offering you services that you want to pay money for. No, not those services. Yes, those services. Oh. I didn't buy this DSL for nothing, Tyler. So what, what we're trying to do is because this is to some degree a research show, we want to offer you the books that, that we love, that, that has kind of guided us where we're going. The Kama Sutra. The sweet, sweet Kama Sutra. You know, I don't know much about Kama Sutra, but I think that I've been doing some version of it for a while in my life. That's something that I'm very interested in. I do it when I masturbate alone. Isn't that the only way to masturbate? I guess not. I guess you can masturbate with others. Absolutely. I let's, love that. Let's get into that later. I, I think that's a topic that. for another time. I, honestly, but I, without getting into it, I agree that is a wonderful time to be had by all. Jerking off while somebody's <laughs> watching me is just the way, as a matter of fact, Hold my pants. Shameful admissions? I don't know what we're doing anymore. If you're ashamed of that, you, you shouldn't be listening to this show. <laughs> That's fair. Last week, I asked for you guys to go to Those Guys You Hate and use our link to check out one of the books that you can get for free for 30 days by signing up for Audible. It's going to help us sustain what it is that we're doing. We really are about to put a lot more effort into making this our business man yeah and we have we have like five or six books up there right now and i will just say that when you go to the when you click on the link it'll take you to the page where you can sign up for a free book from audible you can buy it has all the options you can buy a hardcover soft whatever it is that you're into wow i made that dirty as hell you can buy a hardcover for an odd an audiobook no 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 you can sign up for audible get that free uh book or you can order an actual oh, hard copy of get the book. Out of here. You have all the different options, whatever's available to them. Look at us selling bleed. <laughs> now, what I want to do, I, I told you last week that this book had a great, one of the best voice actors that I was familiar with. But let me tell you something. This book is about a woman whose sister was killed in a freak house fire. And she believed that it was the work of the most prolific serial killer ever, where he will kill and then light the house on fire. And it is Makes sense. her stalking this killer. And I'm not giving anything away because right from the very beginning, the killer is doing a of like a an audio journal. And that is the the greatest selling point of the book is that voice actor. It is it will it will suck you in. You will listen to this whole book in two days because you will not be able to get to the end of it. And it, it is just such an enjoyable book. We want for you guys to help with the show, but also to get something back that you want. So go over there, help us out. Let's get this thing up and running, man. Let's grease these fucking wheels. I mean, I've got the grease already. I've got the wheels, Tyler. Bring <laughs> it on over here. 
Now, I did something different for today's show, and I'm not really sure how to do it. Let's do like a little on-air meeting here. One, one, one. One, 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 Tyler. Um, I looked up the five most, I don't know if there's a word or not, profitable crimes. Is that the right way to say it? Profitable crimes. Profitable crimes. Mm -hmm. The crimes that make you the most money. Mm -hmm. Now, go on. I'm getting my notebook out. That's interesting, isn't it? Oh, I love the idea that we've never actually, we don't know what the perfect crime is. The perfect crime that's been committed has never been solved. So we don't know. It wouldn't be perfect. We don't know what it is. There's so many interesting uh, facts out there about thieves and burglaries. And I love that stuff. Yes, I do too. Now, do I give you the five uh, answers and then let you try to figure out which is which? Do I let you just guess? How would we work this out? Uh, You wouldn't be able to let me guess because I highly highly doubt that i i would just start pulling examples from like movies like right. oceans 11 you know when they stole um, that billion dollars uh, money laundering yeah well and that's the deal what i expected to find was like uh bank robbing mm-hmm. or something but it's it's not that at all actually these are worldwide trades maybe, oh yeah that makes sense maybe that helps i have five worldwide trades that are the most profitable Profitable. Profitable. I don't know why I keep doing that. Yeah. I sound like a fucking loon. You're, you're putting fit in there for some reason. Like my cock ring. Is, is that How many on, strokes are you getting a day? Is that on the pregame? Uh, what I want to do is I want to make a Fitbit <laughs> for your cock ring. Okay, so you're... I'm telling you, this now is you're all caught up. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. We called it a clip bit. We all moved on. Spark notes. All right. So I got this from Insider Monkey, Tyler. Do, just take a shot. Just take a shot. Uh, just throw something out, and if it doesn't work out, I'll just tell you so, what it so is. So these are the different, I would say, the transportation business, the actual... Um, uh, like a taxi? No, 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 no. Like where they're shipping the the crates back and oh. forth over international waters. Expor- That's got, okay, yes. Yeah, import and export. Thank you. But what I'm talking about is what are they importing and exporting? Oh, the actual the, the actual product. The, the good. Oh, yeah. food has got to be up there. I, the food industry in America alone is worth billions upon billions of dollars. But that's not against the law. Shipping food. We're going to edit this out. You mean illegal things. Please forgive me. I thought you meant what just- What the fuck is going on, Tyler? I got, I got caught up. You think I'm asking I, you for the GOP of Utah? Like, what What the hell are you talking about? Did you say imports and I exports? Think, I think you mean the GDP. The GOP is a, is is the Republican. Good old people, Tyler. <laughs> and, and Utah's filled with good old people. Now, Tyler- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me- I don't think I want to hear you talk anymore. <laughs> obviously, obviously, humans have got to be up there, right? Human trafficking has got to be one of the top five. You saying human trafficking? Human trafficking. Affirmative. Uh, human trafficking, number four, Tyler. Oh, wow. I thought that would have been one or two. Uh, drugs have got to be up there. Drugs, which in some, you get different versions of this from different places that you go. I saw drugs up at number one, but this one had drugs at number three, and it was the most recent list okay. that I could get. Did I say it was from Insider Monkey already? I want to make sure that I credit people. You, you did. All right. Insider uh, Monkey, by the way, guys. Uh, my next guess would be uh, organs, like like pieces of humans. Uh, yeah. No. You know what? That's on the top 10, mm. but that is not in the top All right. five. Hit All right. Last, last, uh, last one. Just give me one more guess. I think you're missing the most obvious one. Uh, oh, boy. Um, exotic animals? Oh, yay. Number five, illegal wildlife trade. As a matter of fact, I saw that all the way up at number three in certain places. Why am I celebrating that? It's horrific what they're doing to those animals. Number three. Yeah, Joe Exotic over here, bro. Number three, which I thought would would have been your first guess, drug trade. I thought I said drugs. 
Man, I got to start listening to the show. I hear really great things about it. Did you say drugs? I said drugs. All right. Well, no drugs. You, you even told oh, me you I saw it drugs. as high as number one, but Shut as low as up, number Tyler. three. Okay. I'm doing All a right. thing. All right. Number well, we are both just doddering idiots, just meandering through this podcast. I am so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Shut this off. <laughs> we don't deserve your listens. I won't even defend that. Go I, I subscribe just... to someone else. Uh, number two, cybercrime. Really? Cyber. I mean, I, I'm shocked that's not number one. See, and here's the problem with this number one. They kind of made it a catch-all. So, uh, you know, and we're just doing a thing here to have fun. Number one, counterfeiting. Okay? Okay, all right. When you think of counterfeiting, what do you think of? Uh, my mind immediately goes to that movie, Catch Me If You Can, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, where he... he uh defrauded banks with fake checks over years sure. for millions of dollars, sure. which which that was back in the, the 50s, that's the be- 60s. Dude, that's the dark ages. That's before people were smart. <laughs> They're like, are you, are you promise me that you're this guy? <laughs> I promise. All right, get in that vault and take whatever you think you deserve. And that number on that check, there's a four and there should be an extra zero. Yeah, excuse me. Did I? That's that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> now, um, I think of, you know, people selling you watches in the alleys of New York, leather yep. bags, clothes, perfumes. Electronics is a big trade. Number one, though, fake pharmaceuticals, a multi-billion dollar industry. Is that is that um, people just using drugs like everyday people, they just sell that well? Or is there... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what it would have to be. What else would people be using that it, for? It really worries me that that horny goat weed that I bought at the gas station is not what it says it is. I'm very, very worried about that. Actually, I think it is exactly what it says that it is. <laughs> I am rock solid right now, but I can't see anymore. So that's a whole deal. Tyler, let's do... That was new. That was a new segment. I don't even know what that was. Let's do something that we're more comfortable with, something that we've been doing before there was even a show. Mm. Let's do Douche of the Week. Now, Tyler, we had already figured out that you are said douche of the week because I asked you to do douche of the week and you forgot to do douche of the week. I did. But you, you know, in, in a mad craze, came up with something, I hope. Let's hear what you got. Did I tell you I'm feeling good this week, Ryan? It's annoying. Ryan, for session 58. Wow. Douche of the week. Session 58, man. New York Police Department. And oh. hold on. Jeez. Hold on. Yeah. For their rollout of what they've, I'm assuming, allowed the chief's daughter to name Digidog. It is a robotics patrol dog that is totally unmanned. No. And they are testing this in New York communities. Wait a minute. Do you, do you, that, that's walking around New York? They're using it for dangerous situations right now. You want to know? Hey, Ryan. D- describe to the people what it is that I'm looking at. Ryan. Do you want to know which kind of communities this unmanned patrol dog is is going through right now? I'm saying probably something overlooking the water, um, something bordering Central Park. Absolutely, where, it obviously has a wall around it, a gated community, is paramount. Of course, of course, white people, lots of white people. <laughs> <laughs> they are using it is a and there's a, a, a is, I think it's Boston Dynamics or or. Something like that. Descri- describe it to I, people. I'm, I'm saying that there is a company that is making these robots, and it's very popular online, where they make these robots that are very um, anthropomorphic, sure. but this one is a four-legged uh, scout of sorts, a yeah. very thin, long body, and it can go upstairs, it can, it can traverse any terrain, and as I said multiple times, 
It's unfucking manned. And people have seen this before. It's it's out and about in social media and on the news. You've seen this prototype before. You know what the biggest problem with it is? They're going to attach guns to it. Why didn't they give it a head? I think it's the fact that it has no, it's just a stump neck. It looks like something out of Resident Evil, bro. The reason why they didn't give it a head is because when you give something like this a head, it's to make it friendly. It's mom robot. They don't care about friendly. I'll do it, Paul. This is going, once they attach guns to this, we're in a very bad place. Well, it's like the unmanned drones that, uh, you know, are, will be our ultimate downfall. But at least with that, the mythology of it is they're protecting the freedoms. This one is going to be literally infringing freedoms in front view of everyone. Freedoms are just an illusion that we have perpetuated on ourselves. Tyler, do the marketing. I want to disagree with you, but you're actually kind of right. New York Police Department, you are my douche of the week. I made you come around on that one, too. You were scared at first, but that's a legitimate douche of the week. Uh, can we just say the robot builders? I don't want to upset the NYPD blue. The fact... <laughs> What? Dennis Franz. I saw his ass when I was a little kid, and I'm like, this is just not right. I'm definitely not gay. Is he wearing a tie with a short sleeve shirt? What the hell? That man is a monster. All right. Now, you are just making it this big blast. I'm going to be a little bit more specific here, Tyler. Keep into the status quo. I am actually going to do something that matters. This happened to me this week, and it's where I got the idea to do the douche of the week. I guess that's kind of how ideas work. My douche of the week, Tyler is people who burst a blood vessel in their eye. I, f Dude, stay at home, okay? I'm at the gym. This guy comes up, looks like fucking Cyclops from X-Men, and I just, he ruined my fucking day. So I'm going to say people who have burst a blood vessel in their eye and they, they come out of their lair, you are my douche of the week. So no pity for the people who had to go through said blood popping. Well, don't do that. <laughs> if you don't do that, then we're not going to be in this situation, you disgusting piece of garbage. What happened to you? you so what you're saying is, is if you accidentally bust a, bu a blood vessel in your eye, you should basically become the hunchback of Notre Dame and With just go, go live in a, in a bell tower somewhere. Dude, the Phantom of the Opera. Why do you think he wore that mask? To cover up his eye because he had some semblance of sense, Tyler. Or some semblance of fashion. That that, that mask popped with that outfit. I just one of the most boring plays I've ever seen in my life. Never seen it. All right, Tyler, let's go ahead. Let's take a break. Let's try on a Phantom of the Opera mask and nothing else. And when we come back, we'll take pictures and put it on TikTok. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. 
And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. On this piece of paper, the world's hardest tongue twister, Tyler. Oh, wow. And I would love for you to give it a shot. You hate. And I didn't even do my, hold on, I gotta do my tongue warm up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. That's enough tongue warm ups. <laughs> Those guys you hate. Tyler. Yes. America's fiercest battle has claimed another life. The battle for Gettysburg? Is that still going on? It's, it's a long, long time going. Even with MapQuest, they can't figure out that address, huh? Tyler, Daily Dot is reporting that another gender reveal device has exploded, killing the father-to-be who built it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, he built it himself? He was in the middle of building it. Why are you building bombs for a gender reveal? I don't want to... Why is this such a fad? I, I don't understand. Well, I think I think it's just uh, uh, guys have realized they have an excuse to build bombs. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, we just called that the anarchist cookbook oh, and called it a friggin' day. You good, know what I mean? Good times. Um, Make a pipe bomb with a little vinegar, you know? I mean, you're making the saddest pipe bomb. Like, with baking soda and vinegar? <laughs> you know it. You're just making my mail dirty. Sharp, That's all that you're doing. Sharp rocks. Now, um... I don't understand the fad, number one, of people doing this. You're getting the information, and yet th that, that so many people have died, and yet you're taking it to the next level, but also the fad of us burying these exact same people as a society. Why do you think that is? Because this is a show of excess. This is a show of stupidity. This is just people being dumb for the fun of it. For sure. I think there's a lot of insecure people out there. I am one of them at times. And I think it's seen as a very easy target to belittle and make yourself feel superior. Yeah, I, I, I like that thought process. And I agree with you. And we need to come off that. With that being said, you fucking idiot. You moron. You brought this on yourself. Now that girl's got to grow up without a daddy. Tyler. Oh, wait, they didn't reveal, did they? I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Well, at this point, does it even matter? I would go ahead and just scrap that whole thing. It's yeah. just going to be a memory of terrible times. You know what I mean? Let's all move forward. Put that baby in an orphanage. When you, that baby is born, you look it right in the eyes and you say, you did this. Yep. And what's the name? What do we put on the birth certificate? Daddy's killer. <laughs> oh, God. Tyler, let's do some GBI, bro. I was thinking Lucifer. Let's do, some, let's do some GBI. I'm ready for a little GBI. I think you're going to like this GBI. I'll be the judge of that. Or maybe you'll fucking hear it. Who knows? <laughs> Don't tell me my business. Ryan. No. Depression Index. Excuse me? Ryan. Uh -huh. GBI. Yeah. For our good, I told you our Depression Index was going to tie into one of our stories. So follow me down this road. And, and what you mentioned that about was? Assumptions. Assumptions. Okay. Tiger Woods was involved in a severe car crash in L.A. County on Tuesday. Hope he's okay, man. But Tyler, I thought this was a good story I can hear all you... 
Neanderthals complaining about. He just made that vo that sound with his mouth. It I just popped. Very, very strange. <laughs> I popped. God, quit your whining and let me explain. Please go on. The crash was severe, but I'm happy to report that Tiger is alive and reported to be in good spirits after the docs after the doctors have fixed him up. You could call him Docs. No, 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 no. There's one doctor that has the name Doc, and uh, he works with Marty McFly. McStuffins? And I think this is a perfect story which ties into my dep depression index. When I first heard the news, my immediate thought was, not again. You think drugs. You think- I was uh, thinking drunk. He was, yeah. he, was, he was hammered. He was fucked up. Uh, Painkillers, right. I immediately assumed he was back to doing all that shit again. Turns out he was dead sober and it was just a normal accident. And I also found out car accidents in that area, fourth leading cause of premature death. Do you want to guess what the other three are? Uh, um, um, heart disease. Nope. What? Which is shocking. That's the number one across the board. Uh huh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, getting involved with an online scam artist? <laughs> no, now you're doing repeats. Gonorrhea? <laughs> no, that's number five. Uh, number one, homicides. You know, that's not good. Illegal wildlife trade. Number two, strokes, probably from all the homicides. Right. And three, lung cancer. And that's all in what area? In 2019 in LA County. Oh, wow. So wait a minute. Murders are number one in Homicides LA are number one. LA and County, get your shit together. That specific road where Tiger got into a car accident, 236 people were killed. Wow. Over half of them were pedestrians. That's incredible. I wonder what it is about that area that is causing all of that. Yeah, the mayor the mayor promised to fix the problem, I would assume, by changing the roads. Rearranging them, it over there. Rearranging, sure. making them safer to, sure. to travel down. And it's been almost no... Uh, change whatsoever. You know, there's an intersection over here by where we are right at this moment that was one of the deadliest intersections in America for a very long time. Yeah. Hines and Flamingo. And I guess they fixed it, right? It's no longer... Don't know the answer to that. Yeah. So, as I said, with assumptions, the moment that I saw Tiger Woods had gotten into a car accident, I immediately went to, oh my God, he's back to doing Tiger Woods shit. I made him a verb right. Well, you've, oh, really? Tiger Woods the <laughs> hell out of that car? Uh, you've actually seen that happen before. You have something where it's not just like an anecdote or any of that. You're, you've actually seen this. Agreed. Before. And yet, it is still an assumption. And it's not right. And we are thinking negatively about somebody simply because of past behavior, and we can't cannot be agents of change if we don't give people room to make mistakes and to change. Well, I hope Tiger Woods gets well soon. Well, as I said, he's reported to be in good spirits That's and great. and hopefully he's uh re he recoups soon. He's been through a lot, man. He's he, been through a lot. He, he has. And he doesn't seem like a bad person. He just seems like a person who's made mistakes. Well, he made he made mistakes on a world stage and especially the pedestal that people put him on because he's Tiger Woods. We loved it. We loved to build you up so we could tear you down when you become a human. And that guy there's a documentary out which I haven't seen about Tiger Woods. Our, our father, he raves about it. Does he? He says, if you want to really learn about Tiger in a very personal way, I, I would like it. to see it. Yeah. I would like to see it. And he was built to melt down because he, much like many people who spend all their time sculpting one particular thing, he's bad at so many. He wasn't prepared socially. He wasn't prepared for society. All he knew was how to do this one thing. He was great at it. And then we were, you know, you know, disgusted when he melted down. Of course, and it and it goes to show you what kind of um, effect 
Like even even uh, girls who get in, into gymnastics who want to go to the Olympics. That is your life. Yep. That is all you do. Yep. You know, and and say goodbye to your hymen. And ninety five percent of them get raped along the way or sexually molested of some kind. That's a made up stat if I've ever heard. It's one. probably higher. Ninety six percent. Ryan, let's go to our bed. Hate crimes are surging around the country towards people of Asian descent. Much like the treatment Muslims received after 9-11, Asian Americans are being not only harassed on a constant basis, they're being openly attacked in the streets. And, and why is that? Because of the coronavirus. Because huh. it was it was uh, said by people in charge that it's the Asian virus, it's the, the China Chinese, virus, the China virus, yeah. which is how I still refer to and it. There's, and there's a lot of ignorance out there, and it's very easy to stoke hatred just by those simple uh, uh, phrases we're and words. We're filled with hatred, and we're looking for somewhere to put it. Cali and New York are particularly bad with cases of grandparents being shoved to the ground, and a man this week stabbed a 36-year-old Asian man in the back. He never even saw it coming, and I believe he's still on life support. You say grandparents being pushed to the ground? Like like old people Older being people. just being shoved to the ground. Huh. I think by writing grandparents, it really helps people connect to I was say, who my, it is. My abuelita, is yeah. she okay? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what the word for it is. It wouldn't be abuelita, but She's yes. not Asian. I should probably yeah. say that. <laughs> My grandmother is not Asian, my, my contrary Asian, to public opinion. My Asian abuelita, is she safe? Asian Rita. Uh, you can't say that. Yep. And now, Ryan, interesting. Let's hear it. Ryan, what would you do to get out of going to work for the day? I mean, really just almost anything, though. <laughs> uh, uh, literally almost anything. I myself, shameful admission, I myself at a much younger age uh, have called in sick when I wasn't. That's not the shameful admission. Not so I, bad. I've killed my grandparents multiple times as excuses sure. to sure. get out of, oh, my grandma just died. I mean, she'd been dead for like 10 years. Not my abuelita. <laughs> my Asian abuelita. Brandon Souls of Arizona has got us beat, Ryan. You're going to be jealous of this man. Brandon did not want to go in for a shift at the tire factory. Instead of keeping it simple, like fake coughing over the phone or killing a loved one, he decided to get a little more creative with this story. Okay, he's, he's committed to the, to the situation. He is obviously a thespian. All right, man. what's he got? Police reported that they found Brandon near a water tower, his hands bound behind his back, and a bandana stuffed in his mouth. Huh. <laughs> Go on. After they freed him, he said that he was kidnapped by two masked men who knocked him unconscious and then proceeded to drive him around in a vehicle before leaving him where he was found by police. And, okay, and what you're describing is untrue. You're saying... Stupidity is what I'm he, describing. He right. made this all up. Obviously, detectives conducted an investigation and found... What, they don't have anything better to do? <laughs> and found that Brandon was obviously full of shit. So wait a minute, they're all back at the police station and they're like, I'm going to prove that this guy didn't feel like going to work. No, if somebody says they got kidnapped, you have to investigate. Uh, I think we got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Leave that guy alone. Like who? There are people out there jaywalking? Yeah. Real monsters and sickos. My buddy Jay. He is jaywalking if you think about it. Oh, wait, no, he's not. He's handicapped. All right, continue with what you're talking about, Tom. He's none of those things. You just wanted to get a handicap joke in. <laughs> Don't I always? Uh, when they checked surveillance footage to corroborate his story, they found that he made the entire thing up. Huh. 
He was subsequently fired from his job. So what? at least he got out of going into work. Has this guy never seen a dateline? And, and, and arrested for wasting everybody's freaking time. But you know what? That's like when you, you know, get in trouble for skipping school so you get suspended. I feel like everything's coming up roses for my man Brendan over here. Minus, you know, being known throughout the town as the guy who doesn't know how to pull off a proper kidnapping and for not having a job. How about this? That freeloader. I call that interesting. He's now the guy in town who's interesting. He's going to have a little cocktail party story anywhere he goes. And any story he tells other than that one, you're going to assume is a lie because he is obviously a liar. That was just the saddest version of Gone Girl that I've ever heard. It was pathetic. Yeah. And I mean, have you never heard of Big Brother and video cameras, dude? Like pick an alleyway where there are none. I mean, there are probably some there, too. <laughs> uh, yes, we are all on camera at all times. Thank you, Patriot Act. Tyler, you want to talk about conspiracies? Oh, and that was GBI. Yay! Nice. Now, Tyler, much like the Patriot Act can be a conspiracy in some people's eyes, I have a real conspiracy that is affecting us on a daily basis, and it's something that I want to talk about. Do you think this is something that I will push back against, or do you think I will go, go along with it? I think every single person is going to find truth and light bringing in what it is that I have to say. Wow, painting with a broad brush. You know when you're getting bad reception on your cell phone? I do. And you know when the other person says, can you hear me now? I do. The answer is always yes. I can always hear you when you say, can you hear me now? But then when you actually start telling me the shit that I need to know, I can no longer hear you mm -hmm. anymore. What's mm -hmm. that shit? Mm -hmm. What? Everybody knows what I'm talking about. That's a universal truth. What's going on with that? I'm looking at you, Sprint. Well, do you think that that's on the responsibility of the of the carriers, or do you think that's responsibility on us? Do you think we just need to change our strategy, as it were? Well, I haven't really thought about what it is you're proposing, but I do know that I have a life rule that it is it is never my fault. I listen. I am the customer. I am I am Kang around these parts. Fix your shit up, AT and T. Are you saying the customer is always right? Always right. Always right. You don't believe that for a second. Sometimes the customer is just an asshole. Always, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that's true. Always. <laughs> even, even when they are actually right, they're an asshole. Always. You just <laughs> didn't have to say it like that, ma'am. Um, and the last thing that I'm going to do here is I have a couple of jokes. Uh, tell her I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. I always have been. I always will be. You're a jokester. A comedian is an actual profession, which we have never done. Oh, is that <laughs> Tyler? I'm a jokester. Okay. Now, as a jokester, I have thought of some jokes that just aren't working anymore. These universal jokes that nobody wants, and I am going to ban them as of today. Like chicken cross the road? No, no, that's fine. Because look, you, the great thing about that is that when you have a kid, you get to tell those tired old jokes all over again. Mm, that is and, true. And they're like, your kid's like, oh my God, to get to the other side, did you just come up with that? You're amazing. Mm. I have three jokes that we're all tired of. Kids are tired of it. Everybody's tired of it. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So these are jokes that the family can enjoy. The first guy who thought of writing wash me on the back of a dirty car. Uh, brilliant. Yeah. You are brilliant. That's yeah. a great thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you're lame. You're lame. How many times have you seen that in your life? Lots of times. Wash me, Tyler. And then they, they've added the smiley face as if that's some new thing. I hate you. Yeah. Emojis are just ruining our lives. Good point. That'll be a different segment. 
Number two, have you ever been in a public restroom? I know you're pee shy. We were talking about that before mm-hmm. that we started rolling here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got to be able to turn that into content somehow. I mean, I hope you can because I can't. Incontinent content. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty good. And it makes me sad. Have you ever heard somebody say, come into the bathroom, everybody's there holding their their their, their genitalia, and somebody says... <laughs> They're Johnson. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. And somebody <laughs> says, oh, is this where all the dicks hang out? I mean, it's so immature, but I mean, I've never heard that before. Banned. Nobody's ever done that. Banned. I mean, this is like Fahrenheit 451 for terrible jobs. Banned. I'm burning that joke. It is very, it is very immature. Enough. Enough. And finally, and may I give a uh, um, an alternative to sure, that? A tried sure. and true alternative? Huh. When you're standing in an elevator, a crowded elevator, the door finally closes. You give it just a split second and you just say, I'm sure you're wondering why I've all I've had you all gather here. Just drop that in an elevator, serious as hell. Watch the reactions. Your non-reaction is pissing me the hell off. I, I mean, it was just a bad joke told poorly. It was told poorly. And finally, Tyler. What am I, a comedian? You're a jokester. We've established not even. that. I'm no, not even. I can't not. even do that. You're, you're a ser- Thank God for editing. Seriouster. Clapping when somebody drops a plate or yelling out, uh, what is that Greek thing that everybody yells out? Opa. Opa. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. You're banned. Yeah. And it, You're makes, banned. and it makes the person feel bad. They're already embarrassed that they just dropped and broke stuff. Yeah. Now you're celebrating their incompetence. And then they got to You know what? You're fired. And, and pretend like they thought it was funny. Yeah. And they don't think it's funny because that happens all the time. You're not funny. That's been banned. All those have been banned. Here's another alternative for that one. Because this people, one's so well last When time. people do scream Opa, you just grab another plate and slam it down on the ground. Okay. Please don't do that. Tyler... You did a great job this week, man. Did I? Uh, not really. You did a great job. I have it written here, and so I got to say, <laughs> Tyler, you did, I didn't even get a chance to get to uh, the Amish computer, uh, the secret message in the scream, the painting, all okay. these things and more we're going to talk about next week. And what we're trying to get put together for next week is uh, uh, hopefully next week you're going to hear a different voice on this show. And you and I... are in talks about testing out before everybody my secret power. So all of that coming up next week. Hopefully we can get this going on. Yes, Um, and and just to be, so everybody is aware, so you're caught up with us, so you're following along with us. Uh, The Menendez Mansion version two is almost finished. And uh, as soon as we are uh, set up, we're in there and we're good to go. As we said earlier, we're going to be putting out a lot more content, a lot more frequently so I think we're uh, some exciting times ahead, Ryan. You know what happened? The way that I'm looking at this is cycles. It's so easy, and I don't want to go into another depression index here. It's so easy to build something, and then all of a sudden it becomes the status quo, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, we've barely done anything. In these last two years, Tyler, you and I have put in so much work, so much blood, sweat, and tears that I think that we have now graduated to the next level and and it's easy to look at this and be like god we've really just been treading water here and we've done a lot yeah and i think that we've accomplished a lot and now we're ready to take it to the next level and we are so happy that you guys are going to be riding this rocket shit did i just say rocket shit Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. freudian in nature i mean let's ride this rocket (laughs) shit baby i'm in Let's do the damn thing. Well, I hey, re- reverse centaurs, take a step to the right because I think that we just found a new mascot for this <gasps> reverse show. Reverse centaurs to the rocket shit. <laughs> a, re- a reverse centaur on a rocket shit. 
We are. I, I feel like we have now. I, I feel very confident in our capabilities of what it is that we're doing, and I'm ready to apply a new level to this. We're gonna evolve, even though there's no such thing as evolution. Obviously, obviously. Thank you, Jesus. Tyler, what's the moral of the story? Uh, he made us the way we needed us. No, yeah, I guess. The yeah, white Jesus in the Middle East makes sense. We wheeze us. We. <laughs> I think that's copyrighted by uh, by Yeezy already. I'm Yeezus. Um, the moral of the story is no unmanned drones, man. We don't need this in our lives. I understand that the ruling class wants to rule us better, but we need to push back. We need to fight it. Have they not seen that documentary Terminator 2? I mean... <laughs> I know how this ends, and it ain't great. <laughs> it's a five-part documentary. Just I pick mean, one. Come on, man. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? I went to a strip club, Tyler, and it is it is sad. It is. It, am I am I the weird one for not finding joy in that? No, no, not at all. It's sad, and this this girl is just grinding my friend's junk and smiling and looking back at it and all these wow that sounds fantastic tell me more different things i don't believe your smile i don't think that the, i i believe to some degree that it, it takes a piece away from you do you think and, and i'm painting with a very broad brush do you think that there's somebody out there who could be a stripper and not be affected by it uh no i think i mean you're what you're saying is do you think anybody could have an experience and not be affected i think we're always affected by our experiences some more than others oh but, for sure but, but overall the answer is no. it's impossible to come out of it without some type of of uh lingering um uh personality trait i would assume and in and, and the stripping business I, I mean this with no judgment i have much like i'm not a gun owner i think that people should, as a matter of fact i i'm happy that people have guns i'm not a strip club goer but I think no judgment on people who enjoy it. And have no you ever tried them on, together? What? Guns and strip clubs. Shooting. I've, I've cried at a strip club. Does that count? Oh, so but, have I. Uh, th and that's basically it. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. I always think when they put these little kids in these roles, I'm like, you think he's going to grow up to look like Michael Fassbender, bro? <laughs> well, and especially when they try to... Oh. Especially when they try to uh, make them look all scrawny and weird when they were young. Like kids. Like, yeah. Well, like emaci emaciated. Because he was, you Amaci know... Macy Gray. You know he was in a internment camp in a concentration camp sure i've yeah. seen the movie okay yeah it's weird that you made a, a subpar joke and uh, uh the only kind of jokes <laughs> i have it's just weird <clears throat> timing <clears throat> yeah that's that's gross cookie 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 isn't he the broccoli monster now broccoli bro it doesn't it's just not the same it doesn't or tell me when we read circle please we already have oh Sorry. i just like to catch you in nah, your, but but I, I i like to catch you in your most uh fragile yeah, but the thing is, I, I at least want to talk about something that might be interesting. I don't want to just be clearing my throat into the microphone. I, I only let it go for a little bit before I tell you, look, you know now we're all caught up. 
You're not doing it right. You're welcome. Tyler! <laughs> Let me just get that out of the way. Yes. Tyler. Yeah. For the pregame, for the pregame this week, I just have a couple facts that I'm going to throw at you. For everybody out there who doesn't know what the pregame is, Factoids. we put it at the end of the show, but this is really just a warm-up. This is where you're getting the, the most... You know, the, the truest version of Tyler and myself, what we generally do is walk around clearing our nasal passages in front of one another. I'm not done yet. Oh, wait, did I say nasal? Huh. And anal passages. Fact, Tyler. Bruce Lee had the sweat glands surgically removed from his armpits because he was uh, self-conscious about his sweating. What? That's true, and they say that it um, that it may have contributed to his overheating. What's the, what's the term when your brain cooks itself? Uh, edema, I believe. Sure, it, yeah. What's badass, edema with you? Badass name for a metal band, right? Edema. Sure. Fuck you. I, I I listened to the stuff you should know on Bruce Lee. It was incredibly amazing. I I really shut this off and go listen to that right Please now. Please stop saying that. Well, at least this is the pregame. This will be at the end of the episode. Come back. Come They've back already if listened. You feel like it? I don't even give a shit. You Just go check that out. Stupid idiots have already listened to us. We've got your money. Unsubscribe to us and go subscribe <laughs> to them. Stop it, <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Johnny Vers. Oh, excuse me, Gianni Versace. Heard of him? I have. You know who that is? Uh, Versace. That's the the brand. The um, Versace. Isn't that like a person clothing brand? He's the he he was the designer of uh, Versace. Did, didn't he die on Miami Beach and he like did. somebody gunned him down or something like that? And, and he 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 died much like he lived in a ball of flames. It's over there, dumbass. So I'm sorry. Internal monologue is Good. not my thing, man. Ah. I'm taking this new medicine. I just say whatever I think, you little twink. Uh, I'm not a twink. Now, you're not a twink. Not. How do we change that? I'd have to lose 50 pounds and shave all my hair. We could do that. <laughs> we'll do it for TikTok, Tyler. <laughs> Listen, I didn't lose the weight for me. I'm not going to lose it for you. We'll do it for Dick Doc. Uh, um, his killer, his name was Andrew Cunanan. Have you heard that name? He's the man who killed... Versace. Uh, uh, I'm. I know. I've heard it at one time, but I don't know who he is. I listened to a Dateline on Shocker. The Versace murders. Maybe everything is a Dateline. Everything is a Dateline. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, and I just have an interesting fact about Andrew Cunanan, the man who killed Versace. Tell me. Only if you can. If you keep saying uh, Versace like Versace. <laughs> <laughs> um. And this goes back to our idea of all of these quote-unquote bad people. I don't want to assign morals to people, but if you kill somebody, you're not a good dude. Murder makes you a bad person. Cold-blooded murder makes you a, ba a bad person. I'm willing to sign off on that. But if you trace these things far enough back, almost every single time, you're going to find something terrible has happened to these people. So let me tell you what terrible happened to Andrew Cunanan. Th wrap your little child mind around around this next thing. Can I use my adult mind? No, because this happened to him while he was a child. Okay, I'll give it my best shot. His father, who was a rat bastard and only cared about himself, sold their family's home while being investigated for embezzlement right out from under them without telling any of the family and left the country with the money. Wow. He was super close with his father, and once his usefulness was burned up with him, sold their house from underneath. They found out that their house had been sold when the next family came with their shit. 
Wow, what an uncomfortable situation for that new family. You think you're moving into your your final forever home and you got a bunch of squatters living there. All of a sudden now, bunk beds for everybody. It's like a fucking summer camp in here. <laughs> what, what does this look like? The Brady Bunch? All right, you people need to go. <laughs> you guys need God. Uh, the deal is... is what, a, what a monster of a person. God? Uh, no, no, he's not a person. Okay. What a monster of a person that father is. And, That's and, a terrible thing to do. And Lord only knows what happened to him. Uh, Nothing yeah. is anybody's fault, yeah, Tyler. Ryan, he got rich and moved to some, I'm assuming, badass country like Argentina. Sociopathy. Pay it forward. And finally, Tyler, and this is an, my own little personal fact, without even noticing it. Wait, what, what did you just mean to turn up? Just uh, our microphones in general. Oh, you want your microphone up or my microphone up? I think up? both of our microphones need to go up just a tid. We're, we're, did you just use some sort of a, I'll call HR. Did you say a tit bit? I said tidbit. <laughs> Speaking of tit That's a unit, unit of measurement. I swear to you, we have about eight tit bits of snow today. I can't go to school. Uh, speaking of which, and I have this written down here, and I, I haven't mailed it to myself yet, so I probably shouldn't say it on air. What about a Fitbit built into a cock ring, Tyler? So you can get your, your stats from sex okay because having a watch on in the middle of sex can be inconvenient you could get it hooked on somebody's hair their earrings i don't like wear it but i do want to know my statistical data of my heartbeat i want to know what sort of a cardiovascular exercise i got but this thing could you know impact thrusts we mm. could have uh, mm. i mean we'd have to think mm. up fitbit for a cock ring we'd have to market it better than that but what's your take on that um i, I like the idea kind of like Tra uh, tracking the distance thrusted is what you're saying. I, I kind of like that. A clip bit. Yeah, but what about for ladies? Ladies can't wear cock rings. I mean, unless you unless their clit is huge. Unless they're from Brazil. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to pick on a Brazilian. They have like, big clits. Well, you know what? Brazil. No, we haven't gotten a Brazilian listener yet. So go ahead and talk is that shit. True? Go ahead and talk shit about them all you want. Probably because they can't reach the radio because <laughs> their clits are weighing them down. You should probably see a doctor <laughs> immediately. Actually, that's just a Siamese twin that never developed teeth. Without even noticing it, Tyler, I have added an item to my wallet and my keys as far as things that I check my pocket before I leave the house. They, I've added it literally without noticing. This isn't a gimmick. This Your asthma inhaler. No, unfortunately. I don't like unsightly bulges in my pants. Can you think of what I, uh, this is totally serious. I'm not doing a thing. Something that I now, like when I'm grabbing my stuff, I put it in my pockets and I've realized over the last month or two, oh shit, like I'm carrying this with me. Is it gum? Nope. I keep that in my car. Okay. It is my AirPods. I literally have started ah. carrying my AirPods. I mean- They got you. They fucking got they me, got bro. They got their hooks in you and you're, that's it. I, I, Steve Jobs- you rat bastard. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to have to get a Ouija board in order to complain to him. He's the new Edward Bernays, bro. Call uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I don't think that he did it with the specifics in mind of of uh, of wanting to, well, maybe dominating. He wanted to dominate the market, dominate the, the sales of this particular thing. But I don't think that he for, uh, foreshadowed, I'm going to ruin democracy, whereas Bernays... That was actively what he was trying to do was like mind control people through consumerism. Uh, consumerism. Yep. Yep. 
Um, I think that's really, really interesting. And I wonder, much like, here's something we could do for Week in Review. And before we move on, I just want to say, Steve Jobs was simply a salesman. He never coded for Apple. He never coded for the iPhone. So Steve Jobs well, was, he was literally in, he, he was the an, face. an innovator. He was, he, he was coming up with the ideas, was he not? No, he had to be talked into making the iPhone. He was like, no, we're not in the phone business. We're never going to be a phone business. And it took three different technicians or engineers six months to finally convince him to do the iPhone. And then after the first uh, few prototypes, he was fully on board and and went all in on it. Changed the world. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? And, and this is something that would be perfect for Week in Review. And what that is, is I've been saying this forever and that we should check out its validity. Because the point of this show is to celebrate our stupidity. Yes, the guy who invented the and our sexuality. What is the 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 coffee where you put the the cartridge in and it makes it? Oh, those those rat fucking bastards! What they have done to the environment. What's it's the name the, of that? The, the Keurig. The Keurig. The Keurig. Supposedly, the guy who invented that wishes that he had never invented it because of the pollution and the tax that it's taken on the world. It's the exact same thing of the some of the heads of social media. Social yeah. media when they first got it started before they became this huge mammoth thing. They even have a documentary on Netflix. We, saying, were, we were supposed to watch that together. It never did. Saying, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. The guy who invented Segways wished he never had. I mean, you look like such a bitch on one of those things. No, he died on the Segway. Oh, yeah. oh. well, that's what you get. Uh, and my last question here before we move on is, do you think if Steve Jobs had known where all of this was heading, if you would have continued in that in that direction? Absolutely. Just because he loved money? Uh, I mean, who doesn't? Uh, Excuse me. Let me rephrase. What corporation doesn't? Yeah, Tyler. That's that's the problem yeah. with corporations. Is they're built to make money, and they can't do anything but make money, even as it rapes us all in our bungholes. Absolutely, and and the whole point of of all of it is bunghole to, rape. The reason the reason why Amazon, one of the reasons why Amazon does so well, is because they can pay a minimal staff the least amount, and. Uh, Wow, we are just fucked as a society. We are burning down the wrong Amazon, Tyler. Yeah. Well, you know what? In, in, in well, we're burning down one so we can build up another. Well, one of the books that we have on thoseguysyouhate.com where you can go over there and check it out. Well, not actually check it out. You could go through, uh, you know, yeah, through go Audible. buy it. Um, Russell Brand, which his book, Revolution, which I love, he talks about how we need to start killing corporations. Back in the day, corporations had a shelf life. And once you surpass that, you were then taken down. And we need to get back into that. Well, and I certainly don't want to uh, take this to a political place, but Reaganomics back in the 80s set all of this up, where it's a rich guy making rich people richer, and and now it trickle-down economics. I'm sure you've heard that is- I prefer Freakonomics. Is, sure. Hey, do you know Freakonomics? The cartoon? No, no, that's Freakazoid. Freakazoid. Uh, Freakonomics is actually an incredible book, man. A really, really good book that takes some of those principles and, and applies it to everyday life. Maybe we'll put it up on the website. Very Tyler. cool. That sounds very interesting. All right, let's move forward. All right. 